Next on BYU Sports Nation, avoiding the sophomore slump. BYU football's Matt Bushman working on just that and with some more national street cred. What do you expect from the freshman All-American tight end in year number two and the greatest honorary Cougar of all time? Plus, former NFL and BYU linebacker great David Nixon headlines our countdown fun today. How he helped Bryce Harper win the home run derby? Let's go! This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, your hosts, Spencer Linton and Jason Shepard. This is how we do it. BYU Sports Nation is live. Your day-to-day play-by-play in Studio B, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Happy Friday, July 20th, wherever and however you are connected Always great to have you with us. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up with a man who can appreciate a good pair of socks, Jason Shepard. That's true. I I, I wish I were wearing more than just a pair of white ankle socks today, but I wish I could have done more for you. And if you're wondering if I'm going to show you, there's zero chance I have the flexibility to show you that right now. (laughs) Are you going to be the guy at some point, as a dad, that wears dark socks up to your knees? Um, Only as a joke. Like it happens here's it's not just the dark socks up to the knees. It's the dark socks up to the knees with sandals. Oh, brutal. Like those Teva sandals. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> like I saw that yesterday. Go get your Birkenstocks, Jason, <laughs> and your uh, dark socks from Mr. Mac that go up to at least mid-calf area, okay? And your Docker shorts. Go out back, I'm gonna go, do gonna, some yard work. I'm going to wear some, some Teva sandals with dark socks, with my Jerbo jeans. <laughs> I'm going to go all 90s with my gear. Isn't it Teva? Teva, Teva. <laughs> Whatever. Speaking of socks, yesterday at the annual BYU Athletics Corporate Sponsorship Golf Tournament, I bumped into Austin Collie, among other former BYU players. Who has a new pair of favorite socks, Jason? The karma is not a joke. On the BYU TV sponsored hole, our promotions department, represented by our good friend Stevie Ginolfi and some of her assistants, were handing out BYU Sports Nation socks. Austin Collie took his pair. It matched his golf outfit yesterday perfectly, put them on in the moment, and then proceeded to hit his shot like four feet from the hole <laughs> and said, these are my lucky socks, man. I had to represent. He won a Roku uh, for doing so and becoming uh, the guy that was closest to the hole. So there you go, Austin. Not only did he match, but his golf game was on point with the BYUSN socks on. Don't think that I'm not going to tell everybody that Austin Collie and I have the same socks. Magic happens. Magic happens in those socks. Would you wear those up to the mid-calf level while doing yard work, let's say, when you get into your 50s? Possibly. <laughs> I hope my BYUS and socks will last that long. I hope your flexibility is better by then as it well. It will not be. It will be getting worse. All rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. Can we get the freshman All-American Matt Bushman some BYU Sports Nation socks? The BYU football tight end Probably not. was just named one of 64 players on the John Mackey Award watch list given annually to the nation's top tight end. 
He wants to obviously avoid the sophomore slump, which we hear so commonly about in Division I athletics, whether it be football, basketball, volleyball, soccer. It's just hard when you have a great freshman year to maintain that level. That backdrop in place, Jason, what do you expect from Matt Bushman in his sophomore campaign? Before I get to that, I had a great joke I was going to mention until you mentioned the full name of the Mackey Award. I thought you were just going to say the Mackey Award. You went John Mackey. It ruined my joke. Oh, man. I had been preparing it for like an hour. So do you want to say it now that it's ruined? Do you, you want me to go ahead? Please do. I was going to say a little known fact about the Mackey Award. It's actually named after Anthony Mackey, the guy that plays Falcon on the Avengers. <laughs> Stop it. You ruined it. You just killed all momentum that we had built up. You ruined it. I mean, I I didn't think you were going to be saying John Mackey. That's fine. (laughs) All right. In terms of the question. Yes, uh, Matt Bushman. Do you remember uh, what the question was? In terms of what I expect from Matt Bushman, I expect him to build off a very good freshman season. He's had another offseason to get physically prepared. He now has a full year to know what it takes to be physically prepared. After last year, I would expect his confidence to be pretty high. And and I believe he will be an improved blocker. I think that's something, first of all, I think all of the players, that's that's one of the things they want to focus on, whether it's the running back, whatever, it's improve the blocking. And I think for Matt Bushman, it's it's no different. The numbers he will put up are, are somewhat of a question mark. It's very difficult to predict that simply because there will be more tight ends in the mix. Just use your voodoo magic. Because of health. MLP is back in 100%. So I, I know in terms of the numbers, I don't know. But I, I fully expect Matt Bushman to build off of his freshman season and be an improved player. There's no, no question. question. No question his best asset is catching the football. That's what he does best. He rarely drops a ball. He fears his mother's wrath if he does so. Not a joke. Matt Bushman (laughs) needs to be a pass catcher. In a Jeff Grimes offense in year number one, how many opportunities will Matt Bushman actually have? I don't know. I don't know if Matt Bushman can replicate the numbers he put up as a freshman because I don't know if there will be enough footballs to go around Mm -hmm. with the – Reemergence of Moroni Lau Lupututau and a number of wide receivers, and with an emphasis on trying to get the ball via the pass to running backs out of the backfield as a safety valve. BYU wants to be multiple. Does multiple give Matt Bushman more looks as a pass catching tight end? And in a BYU offense that I assume built around the offensive line and the toughness and the grit with Ryan Pugh and Jeff Grimes and what they bring from SEC country. He's going to be asked to block more. So does that limit the number of catches? I I don't want to put a number of catches on Matt Bushman's expectation list because, quite frankly, I have no idea how much he's actually going to be used in the area I feel like he's best, catching the football. You know, it is interesting. I I wonder, because over the last couple of years, one of the major questions, is the tight end going to be back at BYU? The tight end is back. The tight end is back. There's no question about it that the tight end is back, but I agree with you 100%. We will have to wait and see how they're being utilized, if there will be the same opportunities. All right, BYU faces four teams from the Pac-12 this season. I believe it's the Conference of Champions. At least that's what they tell everybody. Including the fighting Pac-12s, Jason. Indeed. Uh, It's great. The Cougars play at Arizona, Washington, and Utah, the fighting Pac-12s, while hosting Cal in the home opener. Which of the four games, Spencer... Against Pac-12 opponents, do you believe is the most winnable game? 
I think you can take Washington off the list. Yes. Let's, say, let's just say Washington, not the answer to this question. Really, to me, it comes down to two different teams. And one of them is not the season opener, Jason. Hmm? It's between Cal and Utah. And here's why. Uh, at first, and all offseason long, I've been thinking, why in the world did they give Arizona a 13.5-point cushion against BYU? The experts, the odds makers, 13.5 points to Arizona, who have a new head coach, a new staff. Yes, they have a Heisman Trophy candidate quarterback in Khalil Tate, but there's more tape on him. Defenses have a little bit more time to adjust to what he brings. 13.5 is now starting to sound more fair, in yeah. my opinion. That's a really good football team, and I don't know if we are giving them enough credit as to what they are and how they have been built up kind of quietly down there in Tucson. That's a good team that I think could be sneaky in the Pac-12, Arizona led by Khalil Tate. So that's a tall task, in my opinion, to ask BYU to go there, win a season opener, which they couldn't do in 2006, by the way, when BYU had John Beck and Johnny Harleen and Curtis Brown and Daniel Coates. That season ended quite well, though, didn't it? Absolutely it did. But BYU didn't win the season opener in Tucson. You're right, you're right. So I, I, I don't think that's it. It's Cal and Utah. Cal's the home game, period, the end. They're a good team, but they are in Provo. Mm-hmm. That is an advantage for BYU. It's the home opener. Energy will be high. Who knows how high it'll be coming off of Arizona, but it will be high because it's the home opener. And then Utah, who knows what that team is at the end of the season? Who do they have? Who's right. healthy? Yeah. Who's not? Do they need to win that game? Have they wrapped up the Pac-12 South? Like, Are they trying to preserve? Who knows? One of our students... Uh, Parker, so got to give Parker the credit on this. He put together some numbers that reflect what all four teams return defensively. Now, again, we're, we're kind of just eliminating Washington because they're clearly the best of this group. Arizona and Cal return the bulk of their defense that performed well last year. Plus, both will feature offenses that have the potential to be stellar, as you talked about. Now, while Utah will be good on defense, as usual, it's just kind of a staple of what they do, their offense according to the numbers, doesn't stack up to what the Wildcats and the Bears will feature. So Parker's numbers actually suggest that Utah may be the most beatable Pac-12 team on the schedule. You want to go there? Do you want to make a definitive statement? No, no, no. I'm telling you what Parker's numbers said, just numbers alone, just the stats. I agree with you. It comes down to Cal and Utah. And for most of the reasons you mentioned, I too— am going to say the Cal Bears because it is at home. Not just because it's at home. It's the season opener. And BYU usually does very well – or excuse me, home opener. Yeah. You, BYU typically does very well in home openers. And let's be honest. When you look at the, the, the game against Utah, it's in Salt Lake City, and BYU's lost seven in a row to Utah. It's very difficult to say that would be a, a more winnable game than a home game in week number two against Cal. Yeah, the fact that it's played the last game of the regular season is maybe a benefit to BYU, depending on where Utah is, their mentality, their health. I don't know. So many moving parts. But early in the season, we have a pretty good idea of what we think BYU will be and what Cal will be. Yep. And we know the Bears are coming to Provo. We have spent so much time talking about the opening five games for BYU football in September, and for good reason. It features the likes of Arizona and Cal and Wisconsin and Washington. The second half of the Major League Baseball season opens today. You've heard before, Jason, 
It's not about how you start. Mm-hmm. It's about how you finish. Heard that before. When you look at the back half of the BYU football schedule, the remaining six games after that gauntlet heavy September, what are your expectations for the Cougars when they take on Hawaii, Northern Illinois, Boise State, UMass, New Mexico State, and finish at Utah? Four and two in the final six is, I think, very realistic for BYU. Obviously, at Boise State, at Utah, those would be the toughest of the back six, in my opinion. As we sit here today, the swing game is probably versus Northern Illinois at Lavelle Root Stadium, but 4-2 and two today is what I expect right now. I'll take it. If you said BYU can go 4-2 and two in the back six right now, would you take it? I absolutely would. I'll yeah, I, it. I think it's very realistic. I don't think that's being crazy or outlandish to say 4-2 and two in the back six. Five and one would be remarkable, and if BYU can go five and one in the back six, then they're probably going to win eight games. Why don't we say six and zero? Oh? Well, put on your blue goggles, Let's do it. and then do you it. can say right that. Right now, I'm saying four and two. I mean six and blue goggle yeah. alert. Blue goggle alert. Blue four goggle alert. BYU's blue never won at alert. Boise. They play at Boise, and that team very well could be ranked somewhere in the top fifteen, if not the top ten, at that point. Utah has beaten BYU. Nope, not going to say it. You already know how many times in a row. Final game of the season. Mm-hmm. If BYU can go 5-1 and one in the back six, that would be remarkable. And they probably will win eight games in the 2018 season, which would be remarkable given the difficulty of the schedule. Second half, I'm with you. 4-2, and two, great. You go 3-3, three and three, BYU's in trouble. 4-2, and two, I think, is where the expectation is. Above that, remarkable. That'd be great. Yeah, and and like I said, I, I think it's realistic to think this team at minimum can go four and two. I, I think that's that's possible for this team. And look, here's the here's the best part about the back half. We're talking about we talk so much about the first, you know, four or five games, and, and, and rightfully so. There there are a lot of unknowns about the BYU team going into those first couple of games. By the time you get to the back six, you know you kn- you have a great idea of what you are. And hopefully at that point, BYU's been able to work out things and, and are, are playing good football. Did we know what BYU was for the first six games of last year? Yes. Yeah. We knew. Yeah. They were one and five for the record. Yeah. This is probably one of my favorite topics that we've ever discussed on this show. <laughs> Honorary Cougar Tony Finau doing quite well at the Open Championship. And even though he didn't actually go to BYU, we all know he's a Cougar at heart. And if you think about it, there are actually quite a few honorary Cougars out there. Who, Spencer, in your mind, is the greatest honorary Cougar? Should we give people some examples of what we're talking about? Yes. Like, like there are a couple. Yes. So Tony Finau is the one that we mentioned. But uh, He's the hot topic yeah. at the British Open or the Open Championship. Yes. How about a guy like Terrell Owens? I mean, the guy's wearing BYU gear like three weeks ago. Thanks to Chad Lewis. Jabari Parker almost came to BYU, so we're calling him an honorary cougar. Almost. Yeah. Uh, how about Chris Pratt? <laughs> Again, Star-Lord wore BYU gear at one point. There's a photo. It's, it's, it's not doctored. It's legit. Larry King, Altoona, hello. Larry King is an honorary Cougar. This one probably surprises people. Most people think he actually went here. He did not. Dale Murphy, honorary Cougar. He walked on campus. He did. He's been here. 
He did not go here. So who's the greatest honorary cougar all time? Oh, man. <laughs> this is really difficult. Oh, can we throw another one in? Steve Martin. Oh, come on. He's right there with Snoop Dogg, okay? That is a great point. We've got to add him to the list. <laughs> Bo shizzle dizzle. <laughs> it's the big nap tizzle. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> oh, man. I think, by the way, we found the name of the podcast today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Man, this is this is tough. Um, I, my answer actually is a tweet response that has come into the show, but I'm I'm holding off. Okay. Because to me, I'm like, yes, that is the clear answer right now. I can't believe I overlooked it, but I'm going to save that one. So I'm going to give you number two right now. <laughs> and number two for me is the man that's performing well at the Open Championship. It's Tony Finau. I saw him interact a few years back, I think 2015, uh, BYU had like this golf welcome day uh, to kind of pump up the program to raise money. It was at Riverside Country Club in Provo, Utah. And I see Tony Finau come in, and I'm thinking, wow, that's really cool, but he didn't play golf at BYU. He's just a friend of the program, and he's a great person. Watching him hit the long ball off the tee with uh, Patrick Fishburne and then see Daniel Summerhays and Mike Weir and all those guys, that solidified in my mind Tony Finau's honorary Cougar status. I, th- I think he is an, a great representation and a great representative to be that guy for BYU. Yeah, for me the answer is Dale Murphy. Um, this is a guy that belongs in the Hall of Fame. I know every year when the Hall of Fame nominees come out, he, he, you know, so far he hasn't been on it, and everyone's, the debate is always about Dale Murphy. This is a guy that hit 398 home runs, and I know that most people want to see at least 400 home runs, so he's too shy of that. He and won the National League MVP twice. Twice. And a lot of people still want to have a minimum of 500 home runs, which is, you know, but Dale Murphy belongs in there. 1,266 RBI, had a career batting average of 265. Dale Murphy, to me, is the answer. He is the greatest honorary Cougar. Yeah, he's a great answer. And, and deserves I, to be in I the Hall I didn't choose fame. Dale Murphy because I had to let you choose the baseball guy. <laughs> well, it's not just because he's a baseball guy. It's because he's the correct Jason, answer. Jason, come on. <laughs> it had a little bit to do with it, right? I've actually met Dale Murphy. <laughs> may have Dale Murphy's cell phone in my phone. We have an autographed baseball from Dale Murphy on... Is it autographed to me? Set. Was nope. He? It what? was given to me, Jason. Thanks to the BYU baseball coaches for uh, asking me to participate in the banquet. That's why I have that baseball. I'm getting a phone call from Argentina right now. <laughs> Jason, put your phone... Turn your phone off, like man. Argentina? Someone disagrees with you, apparently. <laughs> Somebody in Argentina <laughs> is not liking my uh, Dale Murphy. Let's go to the voice of the nation. <laughs> This is the Voice of the Nation on BYU Sports Nation. Who is the greatest honorary BYU Cougar of all time? At Kiwi Jackman. In on Twitter. Nope, I'm not going to read it yet. I'm going to save it, Jason. I'm going to save that one. What? Because that's my answer. We're going to hold it clearly. It's clearly this answer <laughs> from Kiwi Jackman. We'll get to that a little bit later on. Uh, at Twiggy or Stone. For me, it is Dale Murphy. My dad and I used to watch Braves games because he played for them. I became a Braves fan because of that. I think there are a lot of people who watched uh, Dale Murphy and became Braves fans because of that. And I think there are a lot of people that still have the Dale Murphy poster of some sort hanging in their room. Uh, the one where he's in the power alley. 
in a super safe scenario that he told us about where there's just like cords everywhere all over this water on the ground and he's holding this bat that lights up. Yeah. Like, is That's this, safe. Is this safe? <laughs> Probably. Sure. All good. Hey, Nike was in its formative years when they made that post. Yeah. Coming up, the <laughs> BYU basketball all-time fouls leader and the newest member of the BYU coaching staff. We'll let you know who that is coming up a little bit later on. Uh, has anyone seen a pair of size 13 shoes laying around? Because our next guest apparently might be looking for his. David Nixon, former NFL and BYU linebacker, all-time great. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. After further review, the kids like to call it AFR, returns to BYU TV on Tuesday, August 7th at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Guys are back to get you ready for the football season. You can join Dave, Blaine, David, and Brian for AFR. It's back Tuesday, August 7th. The party's here on the west side. BYU Sports Nation simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Conversation always open on social media. Follow us at BYU Sports Nation on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Use the hashtag BYUSN whenever and wherever you want to converse with us. Our question of the day, maybe Jason Shepard's favorite all-time, who is the greatest honorary BYU Cougar of all-time? This is gold, Jerry. Gold, I say. At R. Greenhaw in on Twitter, Lavelle Edwards, he didn't go to BYU. Wow. That's, uh, that is one we overlooked. That's, that's borderline blasphemous, isn't it? <laughs> Hashtag BYUSN, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. More of your responses later in the show, but not before this. Countdown to the Wildcats. 43 days. 43 days away, and you better believe that to celebrate 43, we bring in one of the all-time greats to wear number 43 at BYU. David Nixon joins us on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Holding it down, David How's that number 43 jersey? Uh, still sits in my office. I, uh, I get to take a look at it every day and uh, miss my days playing there. I can't believe it has been this year is 10 years, 10, 10 years since I stepped on that field. So it's been a little while. Old man David Nixon <laughs> had an old man moment yesterday on the golf course. <laughs> Lost a pair of size 13 shoes. How does that happen, David? Listen, they were in a big Nike box at the BYU golf journey and Jason and I were carting together. We, we got a little excited. We were taking corners a little tight, uh, you know, doing some Tokyo drifting out there. <laughs> and they, uh, they somehow fell out. I don't know. I, you know, but fortunately, somebody else found them, returned them to me, and uh, I'm, I'm wearing those Nike Air Maxes right now. Well, at least you found them. That's what's really important. Are you the greatest number 43 to ever play at BYU? This is your opportunity to set the record straight. Uh, I mean, who, who, who am I up against competition-wise? You guys give me some names. Uh, let's I mean, see. We're getting the research department on that right now, yes. David. Yeah. Yes. Really, you're just uh, supposed to say uh, me. Yes, yeah, I you're am the greatest. To just, yes, say uh, I am. I don't know. I, uh, I I like to think that my career was, uh, you know, was, was positive. But to say you're the greatest or something, I, I don't know. I, we'll let the fans decide that. Okay, fair enough. Instant Twitter poll right now. Was David Nixon the greatest number 43 to ever play at BYU? We'll get you the results on that. In the meantime... I know the background a little bit to the story of how you came to wear number 43, but let's revisit that with all of BYU Sports Nation. How did you get to the jersey number 43? <laughs> well, it wasn't anything fantastic. I showed up freshman year, 
Um, and this is back in the day when Croden was the head coach and, you know, Mick Hill was still at the helm there in the, in the uh, you know, the, the equipment room. It really was one of those things like, you're a freshman, listen, this is the number you're getting. I don't care what number you say, because I wanted number 11. I played with that in high school. And they said, no, linebackers got to be in the 40s. There's no deviating from that. And uh, I was 43. I came on my mission. I also wanted to change again. And Broncos was like, nope, linebackers in the 40s. So it kind of stuck. But then, of course, a couple years after I left, Kyle Van Noy, Jordan Pendleton, they're three and one. I'm like, come on, where's, where was this at? But, uh, <laughs> 43 grew on me quick. And it was a number that, uh, you know, Kiel was 41, I was 43. It's kind of fun to have those two numbers uh, playing out there and kind of bookending the uh, linebacker defense out there. Well, now because of that, you are joining us with 43 days away from game number one. So it was all meant to be, clearly. Indeed. Indeed. It was, it was, it was, it was the stars aligned on this one for sure. David, our question of the day is, in honor of Tony Finau, who is an honorary Cougar, who is the greatest honorary BYU Cougar of all time? And our question to you is, what about Bryce Harper, who you apparently <laughs> like were working out with, I found out, after he, uh, after he won the Home Run Derby, you're tweeting out an experience you had with Bryce Harper. That's pretty wild, right? I mean, it's a true story. So, Justin McClure and I, Justin trained me in my offseason. I think I was with the Rams in my offseason. And, uh, yeah, I'm sitting there working out with Justin, just him and I. He's, he's coaching me up. And then walks the guy with the hoodie on. And he, he, nobody, he, Justin nor I were the only ones in the weight room. We really knew what was going on. This guy comes in, he throws out the hoodie. He's like, hey, you guys mind if I get a workout in? And Justin didn't know who he was. And Justin was like, uh, I kind of looked at him like, what do I say to this guy? And then I kind of piped in for Justin. I was like, yeah, you can work out with us. <laughs> No worries. Hop right in. And, uh, and, and so he did. He hopped in, and we did squats. We did a whole full workout together. And then immediately right after we went and ran stadium stairs and the Smith Field House. And, he, man, he was as cool as could be. He was in there sharing stories, um, just relaxed, good time. And, uh, you know, we ended up, you know, kind of connecting via social media afterwards. But, uh, you know, this was years ago. This was, you know, six, seven years ago. But, just a great guy, and he was obviously up here visiting his now wife uh, when she was at BYU playing soccer, and so um, just kind of a cool experience. So, I, you know, well, I, we could call him an honorary member. I like the Phenom, especially with him doing so well in the, in the British Open. Um, and, of course, man, LaBelle. I think that, that probably takes the cake. All right, so there's your connection to Bryce Harper <laughs> and how David Nixon helped Bryce Harper win the home run derby. 100%. It was that 100%. workout was, that set the tone. It was the BYU Sports Nation karma, right? Is that what it was? <laughs> yeah, and we all know that Bryce loves BYU, right? <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is he didn't have anything at the time. He didn't have anything bad to say. I think he actually liked BYU, but uh, I think maybe it's starting to change a little bit. But, hey, just like you know, everyone else, he's a true cougar at heart. David Nixon with us on BYU Sports Nation. Let's get to the nitty-gritty, my friend, and discuss – this BYU defense, which according to SB Nation, if there were a college football game, it would be rated as 83 out of 100, pretty solid. How do you feel like the BYU defense rates compared to what they did last year, and what do you expect from them in 2018? Well, if you go back to you know AFR last year and, and our pre- and post-game shows, we talked a lot about this, that this team had a lot of struggles, but fortunately, because of you know, if you look at injuries, which are, which are unfortunate, but I guess if you can take any positive, it's the fact that you you got a lot of young guys that got a lot of experience last year, both on the offensive and defensive side of the ball. And so defensively, I think 
uh, you know, that's going to prove to, to help them with the, the depth they need this year. Uh, but when you talk about defense and, and how they can come together, I look at our days with our defense, and it was really led by that front seven and, and having that defense line of stout and having linebackers that are on the same page. And I think that's my biggest hope this year for that linebacker corps is that they can be on the same page. And, and like last year, you had Fred Warner, that teams could go double-team them and expose the rest of the defense. Uh, this year, the hope is that all guys can step up to the plate, contribute equally, uh, and and be able to you know make an impact. And so, um, this year's team is going to be interesting to see who emerges as those leaders. Uh, you know, Butch Powell kind of comes back from his uh, season last year. Uh, you know, how Sione can play. I mean, there's a lot of question marks, but if everyone can gel together and be a cohesive unit, I mean, the sky's the limit. And and like I said, that's looking back on our defenses in 06, 07, 08. That's exactly what we did. We didn't have a ton of huge playmakers per se, but we all played off each other really well. And we, we understood where each other were going to be um, and, and the defense and, and how we could play off each other. And we're able to kind of cover up the gaps that, you know, most defense uh, get exposed with. Jason and I talked earlier this week about leadership and leaders, and we talked about it with a linebacker, Shane Muirbrook, who was one of the greats to play at BYU. Obviously, this is a critical scenario for BYU because last year, while there may have been leaders in terms of their play on the field, what, there just wasn't that complete package of a leader on the BYU football team. How do you implement that, and who can that be this year? You know, it's not really something you can implement. It's, it's, leadership, is, it, it just comes, and, and it, it kind of manifests itself through time. You've got guys that, that recognize you're a senior, this is my time, and they'll kind of emerge from the pack and, and be that guy, the one that's kind of scheduling – Workouts, making sure guys are there for seven on seven when coaches can't be involved. Uh, they're the ones texting, calling everybody. And listen, it's not easy. I, you know, my senior year, I was team captain. It's, it's tough because you're hurting, kind of hurting cats in the sense that you got a lot of college kids that got different stuff going on that are living in different cities, you know, going back home. And so trying to coordinate all that's not easy. But, you know, that's why you get that, uh, that little C patch on your, on your jerseys because you're, you're the captain of the team and that's, that kind of uh, responsibility falls to you. So, you know, I'm interested to see who that guy's going to be this year because it can change as well. I mean, we've seen in the past that guys slip up and get benched or whatever it may be, and, and next thing you know, somebody else has got to step up and be that leader on the field for that particular game or whatever it may be. So um, there's no doubt that last year's team lacked the leadership because because of injuries. You had guys that were getting injured, and, you know, you can still be a rah-rah leader in a locker room or on the sidelines, but you really need that guy on the field that you can depend on. And that's something that, you know, the POA team, the, the guys have got to be able to step up and, uh, somebody's got to emerge because leadership is key. I mean, you look back at our teams as well. John Beck, you had Cameron Jensen. You had great leaders that led both the offense side of the ball and defense side of the ball, and it's crucial. So uh, this team's got to, got to develop some of those leaders to, you know, to lead this team against this brutal schedule this year. In our previous segment, David, we were talking about Matt Bushman. He was named to the Mackey Award watch list, coming off a freshman All-American season, heading into year two at BYU. What are your expectations for Matt heading into his his second season with this team? Yeah, I, I, listen, freshman year, I mean, I, I, I know for experience, freshman year is just a whirlwind. I mean, your head's spinning. I mean, it's just, you know, it's all over the place. And so I think with him having a full year underneath his belt and, and doing as well as he did in that freshman year, uh, speaks volumes to him and, and kind of what's on the horizon for Matt. So I'm excited for him. I think, obviously, Coach Grimes can come in and make him an integral part of that offense and make sure that, you know, they can get the ball to him. Uh, which we always talk about. If you can have a, a, a tight end that is as prolific as a guy like Bushman, 
just opens up everything on the outside for you because then the linebackers and the safeties have to respect that threat down the middle. And so if, if Bushman can go out there and perform the way he did last year and get even better, uh, man, it's exciting. It, it really is. And then you throw in maybe some more dual tight end sets with the athletes Moroni and others. Um, you know, I think Grimes has, has some serious weapons he can play with. It's just you know, he's got to avoid that injury bug, and that's what got him last year. And if they can avoid that, which, you know, is always a coin toss, if they can avoid it, I mean, I, I think this offense – definitely has some potential. All right, David, 30 seconds on the clock. We'll finish with this. Which BYU football player are you most excited to watch? I mean, for me, it's not a particular player. For me, it's the actual uh, position, that quarterback position. Who's going to be the guy to emerge as the starter? I mean, that's the biggest question, but for me, I mean, that's that's going to lead this whole team. Is who's going to be the guy that's going to be the leader, that's going to be the starter, and can can lead this team out there on, on Saturdays? That's you know, I, I, for me, that's what I'm looking at. I know everyone else is as well, but it's just so crucial. This game of football, especially in college, to have a, a quarterback that can go out there and, and perform and get the ball to his playmakers and lead the offense, it's just it's, it's obviously crucial. So that's all I'll be looking at. It'll be interesting to see that battle play out in fall camp and see who, uh, who emerges as the guy. All right, David, great stuff. Glad you found your shoes. <laughs> now you just need to find your golf game. Hey, uh, we'll be talking about that later. You and I. <laughs> I'm going to pay for that one, aren't I? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. David, great to talk to you, man. All right, guys. Take care. David Nixon on the Deseret First Credit Union Highline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. Coming up, how would you sum up your expectations for Matt Bushman's sophomore season in a single hashtag? That's coming up in hashtag this. And who is the greatest honorary BYU Cougar of all time? The clear answer is on the way. This is BYU Sports Nation. Let's keep it rolling on a Friday. BYU Sports Nation, Spencer Linton and Jason Shepard in Radio Vision, live on BYU Radio, simulcast on BYU TV nationwide and worldwide, for that matter. On demand anytime, anywhere. Here are today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. Following his freshman All-American season, BYU football tight end Matt Bushman was named one of 64 football players on the John Mackey Award watch list this morning, given annually to the nation's top tight end. Did you know it was named after Anthony Mackey? Stop it. Team Fredette plays tomorrow in the basketball tournament at 12 p.m. Eastern time on ESPN. They will face the winner of the Peoria All-Stars and the West Coast Ronin. Joining Jimmer on the team, former Cougar teammates Charles Abuo and Brandon Davies. Did you hear that? Jimmer Fredette, Charles Abuo, and Brandon Davies are playing on ESPN tomorrow at noon Eastern. It's must-see TV. You can't watch it live? Set your DVR. Honorary Cougar Tony Finau, currently one under par through eight holes in his second round of the Open Championship. Combine that with what Tony Finau did yesterday at four under and... Add that up, Jason. Can you do the math? Five under par. Tied for third yeah. place. He's knocking on the door of another major championship. I said yesterday he had an 80% chance. We did what's the chance? 80% chance of winning this. Let's go, Tony. Daniel Schneeman was one for two with the solo home run. Two walks and two runs scored. Schneeman is seeing the ball really well right now, drawing seven walks, which is six strikeouts in his past ten games. Sicka, sicka, slim Schneeman. <laughs> That that his walk up song came on the radio the other day, for, you know obviously Slim Shady and my seven year old goes hey that's Daniel Schneeman's walk up song. 
Did you then explain to him the rest of Slim Shady? I did not. I was career? just impressed that he remembered that. Our question <laughs> of the day. Who's the greatest honorary BYU Cougar of all time? It's not Eminem. This is Voice of the Nation. This is the Voice of the Nation on BYU Sports Nation. Getting Marshall Mathers, though, would be a pretty big get for us. <laughs> Let's not lie about that. I'm thinking right now about Marshall Mathers' interaction with Brent Musburger and Kirk Herbstreet during a live college football game on ABC. Have you seen this? They uh, interviewed him during I, a live yes, game. I saw it, but I don't remember the specifics <laughs> of it. Yes. Musburger is the all-time greatest for handling that situation. Can we count Travis Hansen looking like Eminem as Eminem being an honorary Elder Cougar? Eight Mile, yeah. Can we can we do that? No, you can do whatever you Why want. Not? Answer the question. That's the beauty of social media. Okay, the moment you've all been waiting for, 40 minutes and 43 seconds into the show on July 20th, as the greatest honorary BYU Cougar of all time. Let me change that to the greatest honorary BYU Cougars of all time. At Kiwi Jackman in on Twitter. Can't believe this wasn't the first thing that crossed my mind given what we've seen this summer. The entire Croatian national soccer team won last time. The best dang karma grabbers out there. That is a brilliant tweet. It's brilliant. It fits everything that you're looking for in an honorary. Yes. I again, I I believe the show should go on location to Croatia. We need to get somebody from the Croatian Soccer Foundation somehow into the loop on all of this. There there has to you be somebody. You don't think they're aware already? Come on, <laughs> come on. I did see something fantastic uh, on Twitter this morning. Luka Modric, who was the star, he, he was the best player in the World Cup for Croatia and for anybody in the World Cup for that matter. He found out a boy who had Down syndrome wanted to give him a high five during like the national festival and celebration where everybody is invited to come and celebrate what the Croatian soccer team did. Pulled the kid up on stage through all the security, put his arm around him and had him up on stage the whole time. That's awesome. Oh, I love stuff like that. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. He deserves more karma. Let's go. You can weigh in on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Don't forget, use the hashtag BYUSN. We'll have more of your responses coming up a little bit later on. Coming up, though, we'll tell you what you absolutely will be watching tomorrow. Trust us, you will be watching. It's coming up in the whip. And it's been too long since we visited hashtag this. I can't think of a better segment to describe what David Nixon referred to as a Tokyo Drift approach (laughs) in a golf cart. Just don't lose your shoes again. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. You can follow BYU Sports Nation on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You know how to do it, Jason. That's right. Use the hashtag BYUSN anytime you would like to converse with us. And again, anytime, anywhere. Live from Studio B, this is your day-to-day BYU Sports play-by-play. I am Spencer Linton alongside Jason Shepard. Our daily BYUS and rebroadcast, as a reminder, airs weeknights on BYU TV at 6 p.m. Eastern. Who is the greatest honorary BYU Cougar of all time? We've chosen that as our question of the day. Along with the Croatian national soccer team, let's see what else people have come up with. (laughs) Brent Robinson in on Facebook. Dale Murphy. 
He agrees with you, Jason. He is the example of what BYU stands for. Great man on and off the field. Uh, at Crispy Nick on Twitter, home run derby champ Bryce Harper. Even though he said at one point he hates BYU, he didn't really mean it. He married a BYU soccer player after all. That he did. Kayla Varner Harper now played at BYU before transferring to Ohio State. We learned from David Nixon that while Bryce was up here supporting Kayla, playing soccer at BYU, watching her games live, came into a BYU workout room and pulled off his hoodie, and David's trainer didn't realize it was Bryce Harper, and Bryce like, hey, can I get a workout with you guys? And the trainer's like, uh. Bryce was like, yeah, bro. Yeah, man. Bryce like, uh, you need a spot? You need a spot? <laughs> can I get a spot over here? Come on in. Come on in. Oh, great story. <laughs> Clearly a reason why he won the Home Run Derby Championship. It all started then. That's the work ethic. It began there. Hashtag BYUSN on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram to discuss your honorary Cougars. And speaking of hashtags, let's play this. BYU Sports Nation says hashtag this. Ah, uh, yes. It's been far too long since we've done this. Ben Bagley, what do you have for us at number one? First off, one simple question. Who benches more, Nixon or Harper? Ooh, at that time, I'd probably go David. I would say David at that NFL. time, absolutely. Yeah, not even a question. Now, okay. who not ben- David. Who benches more, Nixon, Harper, or Harper's dad? Harper's oh, dad. Harper's, Harper's dad. dad, man. Dude is, dude is ripped. That dude is jacked. Jason is jealous of that guy's upper body. <laughs> and the beard. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Great questions. Can we get a hashtag for sure. this beard, Jason? <laughs> hashtag honor code. Hashtag this, number one. Cougars making only two of seven watch lists thus far. I'm going to go with hashtag it only matters if we're on it. <laughs> if you get on the list, oh, it's great. You're on the list. If you don't, it's not really that big of a deal. It's not. Okay. It doesn't so mean anything. You only care about two of the seven lists then. Is that, is that what you're saying? Just saying it only matters. The only, two, the only two that matters are the ones that BYU players have been named on. Like I said, you only care about the two lists that BYU has a player on. Thus far, yes. <laughs> okay. Are we right? Yes. When, they get on, when, when any player gets on, like, that's great, the recognition. When they don't, really doesn't matter. It's Hashtag let's see who's on it in the middle of the season <laughs> is my response to that. Okay. Number two. Hashtag this, your expectations for Matt Bushman in his sophomore season. Uh, uh, hashtag Matt Bush, man, he's good. <laughs> he really is good. You're in rare form today. You're welcome. Um, look, I, I, again, I, I, we said this at the beginning of the show. I expect to see improvement from Matt Bushman, and that's saying a lot because he was a freshman All-American. Again, so much is going to depend on who else is playing tight end. Are you going two tight end sets? And the, the opportunities that the tight end will get, but – Matt Bushman is a talent. They will find a way to utilize him somewhere. There's no question. I'm going to go to my good buddy Mark Morrison here uh, for this hashtag. Return of the Mackie. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm joining Jason Shepard in terms of cheese level today. <laughs> <laughs> Little known fact about the Mackie Award. <laughs> <laughs> you ruined my joke. Return of the Mackie. Yes. Matt Bushman on the Mackie Award watch list. Uh, I'm not going to give a specific number of catches just because I have no idea how many passes are even going to be thrown his direction. I feel like there's not really going to be like a superstar on the BYU offense outside of the quarterback position, which typically is the guy who should put up the biggest numbers. But in terms of running backs, receivers, tight ends, I don't know that we're going to have like these bombastic numbers from any one individual. I expect Matt Bushman to be solid, whatever that means, solid. If he's a Blocking guy, solid. If he's catching passes, solid. Like he's that guy. Number three. 
First off, you guys need to pick up your hashtag game because those last two hashtags were hashtag sad. <laughs> Number three, hashtag this. Austin Collie on the golf course yesterday getting a pair of BYUSN socks, or I believe Jason calls them magic socks, <laughs> putting them on and winning a closest to the whole competition. Uh, and no, not hashtag magic socks. I'm going to say hashtag breaking ankle socks. Oh, okay. Okay, how about that? Well, don't break your ankles. Why, no, 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 why no, no. would you say that? No, I'm trying to figure a way to work in uh, the socks. Okay. And, you know, he was doing so well, you know, and I, I don't really know why I went that way. <laughs> it was the only way to work in the word socks. <laughs> I'm not going to try and Jeez. pretend that it was any more than that. <laughs> For me, uh... Yeah, everybody expects us to say hashtag magic happens, right? No, we are, we already covered that portion of it when we brought it up at the top of the show. <laughs> I'm going to say hashtag nice outfit, Austin Collie. Like, he, the dude has enough style to recognize, and maybe we can bring that picture back up, yes, that his shirt to shorts combo match perfectly once you put the BYU Sports Nation socks on to his black golf shoes. That is fashion. That is style. That is something that Dennis Pitta, even Dennis Pitta can appreciate. Well done, Austin Collie. Fashion sense. Number four. Hashtag magic socks. <laughs> Final one. Hashtag this. David Nixon, in his words, Tokyo drifting on the golf course. This one was very easy for me. Hashtag that movie wasn't horrible. Oh, Jason. That's nothing to do with David Nixon. Your hot takes are amazing That, that movie, look, the worst of the Fast and the Furious was the second one. Tokyo Drift, while what? not great, what? was not horrible. Do you think Too Fast, Too Furious was horrible? Yeah, it was, it was, it was by far the worst of Jason, all of them. Jason! I'm not alone what? in this. I'm not alone. Who's with you? Everyone. Who's with you? Everyone. Uh, Tokyo Drift, hashtag that movie wasn't horrible. I know that doesn't sound like a ringing endorsement, but it was not horrible. Paul Walker and what's and Tyrese. His name? Tyrese, yeah, it is. Everybody agrees. To, That's walks the worst. Up to the of, window of the car when they're trying to like prove that they can heist cars and punches through the window. And Paul car, Paul Walker looks at him and says, "Dude, it's unlocked." That's one of my favorite moments in the Fast and the Furious. I think that movie's hilarious. Bad, yes, at moments, but hilarious. <laughs> Not the worst. It's the worst. Oh. Universally agree. That it's the it's the worst of all of worse them. Worse than jumping off a tank and or like flying over an overpass and catching Letty and landing on a car and not dying. If you're going to bring physics into this, <laughs> the show is over. Okay. <laughs> Coming up, uh, I didn't even give a hashtag. Hey, what is your hashtag? Uh, hashtag David deserved to lose his shoes. <laughs> How about that? Coming up, get ready to relive the Jimmer era tomorrow. We'll tell you where. Coming up in the whip. You think it's the number two is not the worst, it man. Is, by far. Oh, Jason, <laughs> your movie takes continue <laughs> at an all-time level. Who's the greatest Cougar of all time? Honorary status, other than the Croatian national soccer team. More of that on the way. And Solo, by the way, was better. BYU Sports Nation is brought to you in part by DexterLaw.com for help when you need it most. Shout out to number 43, David Nixon, helping us count down 43 days away to BYU at Arizona to open up the college football season. Sorry, Dennis Pitta. Maybe we'll catch you on day number 32. Yeah. If you missed any part of this show, you can always download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. It's time for it. Let's whip it. 
It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Football. Matt Bushman made the Mackey Award watch list today. Congrats to the BYU sophomore tight end. Cougars overseas. Team Fredette plays tomorrow in TBT, the basketball tournament. Noon Eastern on ESPN. Joining Jimmer, his former teammates, Charles Abua and Brandon Davies, reunited. Don't miss it. Cougars in the PGA. Honorary Cougar Tony Finau is one under through nine holes in his second round of the Open Championship. Finau is five under for the tournament and tied for fifth. You know what I notice when we do that? Mm. I can't actually hear anything that we're saying. <laughs> it's just dead air <laughs> yeah, for people a, listening. Uh, yeah, so Tony Finau's playing well. Mm. How about that? Here we go. <laughs> More from the Cougars in the PGA. Zach Blair, three under. Daniel Summerhays even par after the first round of the Barbasol Barbasol Championship on the PGA Tour. Both will tee out this afternoon in round two. And Patrick Fishburne, I just have to say it, Patrick Fishburne is on the course in round two of the Pinnacle Bank Championship on the Web.com Tour. <laughs> Fishburne is three under on the day through ten holes and even par for the tournament. <laughs> Cougars in the minors. We need to figure out how to project so that people can actually understand <laughs> and still do the golf voice. Help us. Daniel Schneeman, one for two with a solo home run. Two walks, two runs scored. Schneeman seeing the ball very well, obviously, drawing seven walks to just six strikeouts over the past ten games. Track and field. The men's program will add 14 signees. The newcomers include the 2017 Nike Cross Nationals champion and six state champions. The remaining 22 members of the incoming class include 12 state champions that will join the women's program. Soccer. Utah Royals have signed former BYU Cougar Colette Jepson-Smith to a short-term contract. Per team and league policy, the details of the contract have not been released. Today's Rise and Chat brought to you by Dexter and Dexter. Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. Who gets it? Honorary Cougar, Tony Fino. Yes, let's go, Tony. Who is the greatest honorary BYU Cougar of all time? Our elite voice of the day from at DKH underscore 88 on Instagram. I'm a golf fan, so I say Fino for sure. Yep. Let's get this major win. The show always on demand, BYUSN.com, hashtag BYUSN. For Jason, I'm Spencer. Shout out to Eddie Stinnett.